What's good? You are now tuned into Aries Talking Sports Podcast. Where you two Aries toast with the most, or we're just some cool ass guys. Word. I'm Reg the Prime Minister. And I'm Smurf. Yo, rock out with us weekly as we give you our sports views and opinions on any and everything dealing with sports. Combined with humor, heartfelt conversation, and of course, some dope ass Aries energy all in one podcast. So enjoy. Right. Yo, yo, what's good? What is up? Y'all know who it is. Y'all know what we do. Aries talking. Yes, sir. Two favorite Aries back. Where's the Prime Minister? Smurfy love my asshole. Stuff in the claw, claws and claps and all that other shit. Coming all back with it. another another week of sports for y'all. Yes, indeed. Little, little what? They gave us something. They gave us something to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a whole lot. Something to talk about. Whole lot, whole lot, whole lot. Um. Oh fuck. Well, before we get to the bullshit, um, I saw this interesting statement yesterday, and mm-hmm. I, I hate to talk about uh, but we gonna get into John Morant. I mean, somewhere throughout the uh, yeah. Podcast, but someone made an interesting statement, and um, mm-hmm. they said, uh, for some reason y'all sleep on him. I don't know why, but I would take Guy Gildress over John Morant. I mean, shit, he put on a hell of a performance last night against the Lakers. He did, but I mean, he's he's been putting on a hell of a show for yeah he's been, yeah he's been doing it for a while it's, it's just the fact it's just the fact that, that Ja is more athletic and ja, he's more athletic he talk he talks more like he's he um uh, he he makes himself known put that way right compared to compared to uh SGA because I'm like shit SGA he killing. Uh-huh. He he killed he been killing. He, he just don't stay he healthy. Crisp. What's that? He just don't stay healthy. Yeah, but when but yeah, I, I was gonna say that's his only downfall is because uh-huh. he's had injuries early. Uh-huh. I mean, and he's still early in his career. Right. But uh, but overall, like like yeah, the SGA man, like like he he's been like he's been proving himself. Uh-huh. I and of course we. Of course, you know they would say if he put him in a, a on a bigger stage, well, bigger stage as in uh, team wise, because he's he's at OKC. But uh, I mean, hell, you really can't say that because you got Ja who's in Memphis, mm-hmm. and they're not, you know, they're not that that prime, they're not that prime. Uh, yeah, they're still a small market team. Like that. Yeah, they, you know, they're still a small market team. So yeah. That that narrative kind of you know is kind of null and void, but I mean, whoever made that statement, like, hey, I mean, I, I'm I'm to be honest, I'm not gonna argue with you. And and um, Shaw game isn't as flashy, but he is smooth. Like he got a smooth fucking game. Dog, uh, it's kind of like kind of like Devin Booker a little bit, but I think he's a little. I think he's yeah. a little, I think he's a little more shifty than Devin Booker. Yeah, a, a whole lot more shifty yeah. than Booker. Yeah, I think he's more like, shifty. He, like, 
Yeah, Booker. He has. He has a. He has a. He has a pack game, mm-hmm. but not like, not like, uh, not like Shy. Like he has that pack game, and like he, he gets like everything. Like you said, that 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 shiftiness. Uh-huh. To get him to the cup, he can shoot. You know, he can shoot from outside. Like, like he has it. He has it. And I think uh, another difference between, I guess, them two, Devin and, and um, and Shy. Honestly. I don't know if I've like seen shot take too many bad shots. Right. You know what I'm saying? It always it just seems like he take good shots. Right. I mean, in his role in the role that he's in now compared to where he started cuz when he started Chris Paul was there. Right. Chris Paul was still there. But he remember he so, was in the Clippers first. Well, he was yeah, in the Paul, yeah. He was in the Paul George trade. Yeah. Yep. But like uh but like, you know, majority of his career is that, uh-huh. well, his his stardom's coming here at OKC, uh-huh. and like, you know, playing, you would think playing 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 alongside Chris Paul would be a little bit hard, especially when you guys play the same position. Yeah. But hell, he became a household name quick, uh-huh. and then with then once CP3 left, shit, it came a hell of a lot easier. I'm just interested to see how. How this OKC team develops as a whole? Because I mean, shit. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> they, been, they, they, they got they got now. players. I mean, um, Chet Holmgren, yeah. uh, still still waiting to play. He'll be there next year. Yep. Uh, don't know what yep. to really expect from him. Um, we talked about that a whole lot prior to him even coming to the NBA, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I mean, he might, you know, I, he might turn out to very well be one of those players, man. But um, yeah. Let's let's get to it, dog. Let's get to it, dog. Yeah, man. Let me get this shit started. Um, y'all know what, y'all know today. Yeah, y'all know where we at. Once we get to it, we we about to start calling a little bullshit from uh people that make some bullshit statements or or got diarrhea at the mouth. <laughs> um, and and um, I I want to start with Trent Dilfer. Okay. <laughs> now, Trent, I think, I think I know where you going. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I know where you going. I, I, I saw, uh, I saw the clip. Mm-hmm. He said that. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. And I'm, I'm not gonna quote him verbatim, but he said something along the lines yeah. of, um, what Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and you know a lot of these other NFL quarterbacks doing these days, it's not impressive because of the yeah. time they played in. Yeah. Um. So here, here's where I start. Hmm. Trent Dilfer, his best Super Bowl years were, well, Super Bowl year was caught up right. in that same, <laughs> same time frame as Tom Brady. Yeah. So yeah. 2000 to 2007, Trent Dilfer, you know, won the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. And Tom Brady, I want to say won three within that, that 2000-2007 time frame. So yeah. isn't Trent Dilfer a part of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so, because so, it's kind of confusing. Is he talking about the back end yeah. after 2007 and on, or, you know what I'm saying? Because they have yeah. some overlapping so time. It, and then he, the, it was also the guys that he was addressing because a lot of, you know, you had a lot of your your legend. Well, and he was talking like your, about like your Joe Montana's right. and Absolutely. Bradshaw. Like, he, so I got, I got where he was coming from. Uh-huh. I got exactly what he was trying to say. 
But the thing when it came when he mentions Tom Brady, I'm like Tom Brady played in three fucking three three decades. So uh like Tom Brady had to adjust to all the rules. Granted, all the rules ended up catering to the quarterback in the grand scheme of things, but uh like from the from Tom Brady's standpoint, like you you can't really take that away from him. Right. You can't take that shit. Yeah, at all. No. <laughs> him, actually him, Aaron Rodgers, I mean you know, um, Mahomes, a lot of a lot of these other quarterbacks that are you know thriving today. I mean, is you know because then we get into the whole you know the NBA thing, the NHL thing. You know because they, things have became yes a lot easier for players these days. You know what I'm saying? As far as in how the game is played, you got the sports nutrition, you got the medicine, you got the doctors. I mean, everything is geared to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not, um, not, even, not only that, though. Not, not only that, though, dog. Like, like basketball, for instance. And we'll talk, you know, I, I'll, you know, we'll speak on this here in, in a little bit. But, like, the court changed. Court changed. You know, because. The ball changed. The, yeah, everything, like, everything changed. And, I mean, but that. Rims. Yes, but that's like that's not not only that's that's not only sports, but that's life in general. Like shit evolved, yeah, and so the game evolved. Mm-hmm. So, so I like I said, I'm with you. I get where I, now. I get where Trent Dilfer was coming from, especially when 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 he's trying to reference this uh, with other with the quarterbacks that came before Brady, Rodgers, and everybody else that's court that that's a quarterback today, but. Like again, you can't take away what what these quarterbacks have done, right? Uh, what they've done since they've been in the league. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, for, as much as you know, the the legends, I, you know, I love them. I just, you know, for for one, the one thing I respect about some of the the best legends, Michael Jordans, the Jerry Rices, um, Joe Montana, um, you know, uh, um, just to name a few. Is you know uh, these guys, uh, Bill Russell, but Bill Russell does it jokingly. They never um, like shit it on today's generation. You know when they when they right, do, talk, right? You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. because you know because it, it, where they are in the in the in the part of the game that they played, it was a lot easier than back. You know before Jordan played, before Montana Rice. Russell, yeah. um, Will Chamberlain, you know, before all of them play, you know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine, you know, if we was doing this podcast in, you know, from 88 to 92, you know what I'm saying? Like, people would be telling us the game is so much easier today for Michael Jordan than it was back then. Look at the shoes. Right. This, look at that. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, so, I mean, it, it it comes and it goes. So, yeah. Yeah. But Trent Dilfer, I call bullshit. <laughs> bullshit and two pack of ass. <laughs> you know, with the double whammy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Who we got next, man? Arian Foster. Oh man. I don't know if my nose up, baby. Because I, I don't see nothing else in here. You you put Arian Foster in here. Yeah, yeah I got so Arian. I, I made. You put you put him in here. I I have. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you bring it in. I may have a different 
I, I got a different look on it, but go okay. ahead. All right, so I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe this scripted bullshit. It I don't believe a, I, it was a joke. The whole script before the season, like right. in so, <laughs> I, I could I could listen listen. So for one, so for one, I do not believe that Mike Vick got a script that said. <laughs> You're about to go down for dogs. <laughs> I do not believe. <laughs> I do not believe Mike Vick got that strip and was like, all right, I'm going I'm to roll with this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mike, yeah. Vick, Mike Vick was like, okay. yeah, all right, good. This is this, oh, the strip I needed. Oh, I do not shit. believe. I do not believe Henry Ruggs got, got the strip. <laughs> um, I don't believe oh, uh, no. Dante Stallworth got a script. They said, nigga, right. go, to, go to Miami <laughs> and and drive about 100 miles and just hit a homeless man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you going to get off. You gonna... <laughs> listen, listen. You know... you... In, in, in fine print, you going, you're going right. to get off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but and, no, okay, okay. So, and, and not to make fun of that, condolences <laughs> to, to that guy. Right. You know, and, and Absolutely. His family and everything. But... It's just adding to this whole motherfuckers get a script. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like my nigga. So, on. so just to just to give everybody a little bit of uh, preference to this, of course. Uh, That's what this should be called. The this script. spun. So this spun. This spun off from the Kansas City game, the Kansas City uh, Cincinnati game. Everybody's like, "Oh, this shit scripted that the that the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl." Blah blah blah. So the guy, uh, the people that he was with, that he did the, that he did the podcast on. The, so it's called, it's with Bar. First of all, it's with Bar Barstool. And if you if you follow Barstool Sports on Twitter, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers troll all the time. They troll with whatever they got. So in in the podcast is called Micro. Uh, excuse me, Macrodose. Uh, the dude that posted. The dude that uh, posted the clip, his name is uh, P PFT Commenter, uh -huh. and this motherfucker's a troll. But if you listen, so if you listen to the clip, the the way, so Arian Foss is going on about how they gave him a script, how they give him scripts doing it at the, <laughs> how they give him a script at the beginning of the season, all this shit, and he. I already, I already knew this shit was tongue in cheek, but to for for him to be able to go through this shit straight face was what got me, and I'm like, so what killed me out though was PFT commenter. He was like, so <laughs> what did you think about the script uh, in 2016 when you said you don't believe in God and your career fell off a cliff? Man, I fucking died. Because <laughs> pretty much that's essentially what happened. So uh, around 2015, 2016, um, Arian Foster, I think it was it Sports Illustrated. It was either ESPN or Sports, uh, ESPN the magazine or Sports Illustrated. One of the one of the others. But he got on there and you know he said how he didn't believe in God and all, you know and you know he gave it you know he gave his reasons why or what or whatnot, but. It was like it was like as soon as that happened, his career just kind of took took a deep dive off the end. Uh huh. Uh, but uh, but so if you were on if you're on Twitter and you followed that shit to 
the follow the quote retweets after that shit, boy. Like you said, the shit about Vic. The hell, even NFL players started getting into it, and I was like, I said, I said NBA players to, to, yeah, because they did one for the NBA, and I was like, yo. I was like, yo, I said, this shit couldn't get any better, though. Oh, man. This spree will. You going to choke the shit out of Rick Adam in the day. I think, I think, I don't know, man. I said, I said, I knew why you put his name in there. I said, but I was like, this shit was, it was a joke that just took off. Mm-hmm. It was a joke that took off, and of course he's not going. He's not going to do anything. You know, he's not going to be like, "Yo, it, it was a joke, right. y'all." Like, shine for him. <laughs> shine for him. Oh. Yo, if y'all are on Twitter, please, please, please look up PF, PFT commenter. You you're gonna see the clip, and just go through all the retweet. The just go through the comment. Cause I'm telling you that shit is pure fucking gold. I was like, yo, they did. Uh, they said for the NBA, they was like Steph Curry when he read the 2016 script. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, yo, my people are fucking creative, dog. Absolutely. Listen, Twitter is the most creative place. Like that fuck Facebook, IG, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter. I said if I if I did a, yeah I said I said I do whenever I do my so called social media break I just I can't I I do not get off Twitter I said Absolutely. I get off all the other shit but Twitter is always available just on the strength although it can be it can be uh what's the word uh, it can be extra we'll put it right that way. yeah but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. But I'm, hey, I'm glad you even even though we tri- we call it bullshit. Oh, I'm glad you put it on here because boy, 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 I call bullshit. That shit, <laughs> that shit was so. That shit was funny, dog. And I'm I feel like motherfuckers are still still adding shit on. Yeah, yeah, they are. They <laughs> they are. Because even at the Pro Bowl, somebody uh, uh, somebody said, hey. You know the Pro Bowl scripted, right? Peyton Manning was supposed. You know somebody they was talking about the the, the Pro Bowl that just ended. Oh, this shit, this shit the is like, hilarious. But also the conspiracies that motherfuckers come up with. Yeah, they said. Uh, they said. Uh, <laughs> someone was like, when Brock Purdy saw his uh, script this year, he's like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> me." <laughs> <laughs> somebody put with your different with your different rated scripts. Me, him and Nick Foles. They was, me. <laughs> all right. Uh, um. Oh my. Where we at? Because I, I don't know if my shit updated or not. Uh, we got Julian Love. Okay, Julian Love. Julian Love. Julian Love is yeah. a safety for the fucking New York Football Giants, and Julian oh Love uh said that Coach Nick Sirianni, who is the coach mm-hmm. head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, is in it for the ride. He said he can't coach, doesn't know football, and he's just full of antics. That's all he is. Right. <sighs> uh, he also, yeah, he also, so he initially tried to give him props. 
it was like a backhand. It was a backhanded compliment. Oh, he also like said he gave, that we he gave he us. But hold on, he also said that we but, could post this Eagles team to the Super Bowl too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I said it was it was a backhanded compliment because he gives him, he gives him props and he's like, yo, you know, he doesn't get he he doesn't get in the way of the team, which I'm like, that's normally what most head coaches do, especially with a team like the Eagles. Like, all you got to do is just. All you got to do is implement your plan and make sure they execute. Like you don't, but it's the it's the fact that like he he gets into like um like the Eagles score. I forget who against who uh what team it was, but like they scored or whatever. And like the cameraman was just so happened to be right there in his face, and you know he's all in the camera. I'm like fuck that. I I wish more coaches would do that shit. Right. But I'm like also Nick Sirianni's like he's our age. He's 40, I think he's 42, 43. Right. He's all right. Same with, um, so, what's the call it that was uh the Rams coach? Sean McVay? Yeah, Sean, Sean McVay. McVay. Same thing. But I'm like, oh, no. he's our age. He's Sean still, McVay, you know, he's, he's uh like, he, but he's in, he's in that age. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Sean McVay. But I'm like, yeah. but I'm like, he's in, he, they're, they're both in that age group where they get it. Like, they mm-hmm. get they understand not just hell, not even just not the the culture, so to speak, but right. like they they're hell, they're pretty much fresh out out of like from playing football to being be from being coaches and then and then the players that they've been around like And can again, interact with these players today. Yeah, they yes. So I, I don't mind I, I the motherfucker just bitter cause they got their ass beat by right. the Eagles. That's what that is. I I, I felt like that because I'm like, yo, if if we winning and my coach doing this shit, yo, I'm gonna get hype with him. Fuck it. You damn right. You damn right. Fuck it. And the way that motherfucker acted when he was in Tennessee was it Tennessee or um was it no no it was Indianapolis because uh, Indianapolis mm-hmm. fired, fired old boy, uh, his mentor. When they played Indianapolis, yeah. he had a lot of shit to say. But I I, I mean I get it. I get it. I mean, but yeah. Hey, you can do what you want when you popping. I guess yeah. shit. Fuck it. Right. Julian, um, yeah, I, I so I, and you know the, the this Philly team is good, but I don't think you can just plug anybody in there and get the same results. No. Um no. There, there are there are specific coaches that you probably can, but you can't I don't think you can plug um give me a coach. One that you might think. I don't think. I don't think you can plug Ron Rivera in there and get the same revol- results. Hell no. Because my thing is. Because my thing is this: you have Jalen Hurts, who who people have been doubting since he got in the league. Absolutely. So like that that, that speaks volumes for mm-hmm. for Jalen Hurts to come through and do do what he's done. Hell, within the last two these last two years, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know he. He began to rise last year, and it just, you know, it it exploded this year, especially once they picked up AJ Brown. I was like, oh yeah. I'm like, now he got got AJ Brown and <clears throat> excuse me and Devontae De- yeah. Devontae Smith. So this this front office, and yeah, I'm not gonna say it because we'll we'll get into football <laughs> at the end. <laughs> but but yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, Ron Rivera, Matt Rule, um. 
Motherfucking, it, it's it, it, David Cole. It's yeah. a bunch of coaches that I can, Saturday. I can put in here. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, yeah. Um, the motherfucker that just got like, fired in Denver. Um, it's a bunch of coaches yeah. I feel like you can put in this same situation. Uh, and, and don't get the same they're result. Not gonna get the same not, result. Yeah, they're not. Right. They're not gonna get so, the same result. Um, I, I mean, um, it, it, it's it's all in the, in the personality and the coach. Different coaches bring out different things in in certain players. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, um, you you can get uh, <clears throat> uh, I have a Tony Dungy in Tampa, and Tampa is just killing shit. But they just can't make it to the Super Bowl. Can't win the Super Bowl. But Jeff Gruden come in there, or John Gruden come in there, yeah, and take them to that next level and win a Super Bowl. Mark yeah, Jackson so could take it. Mark Jackson could take the Warriors, took it. Like, yeah, like do whatever <laughs> we took it. From. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it from me. It's a bunch of instances that that it happens. I mean, yeah. and, and yeah. who's to say? Who's to say? Okay, if you didn't get this coach one more year, that right. same results wouldn't have happened. Like, but right. A lot of these coaches don't get that same result. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm-mm. these owners are so thirsty for money and, and championships and whatever else, because championships result in you know equals money and dollars. But you know what I'm saying? Okay, yep. we done been to the NFC, the AFC uh, champ conference championship for the last three years. Like, damn, I don't want to blow the team up. What can I do in to change the thing? Okay, the coach. Change the coach. Or the NBA. They're, they're, you know yeah, because changing changing the culture is the easiest thing to do. Yeah, and it won't it it doesn't it doesn't affect it doesn't affect like your cap. Mm-hmm. So they'll you you'll always see a coach get replaced before before a player. Mm-hmm. You're right. So absolutely, it, it, which is uh, it's unfortunate. Get to them yams, baby. <laughs> Where that come from? But yeah, but so that. <laughs> But so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that uh, uh, unfortunately, right? Unfortunately, <clears throat> we got Fetty Wap in here crooning, talking about them yams. Man, but fuck all that. Julian yeah, yeah. Love, you mad? You yeah. mad? I call bullshit. You Absolutely. Um, you mad? I got. I put Jay Williams in there, and I want. I just want. This motherfucker always rubs me the wrong way when <laughs> it comes to when it comes to. To, to players that get talked about. So, <clears throat> well, hold on, hold on. One thing about him is he wasn't always that way. He used no, to he wasn't. say shit, but then uh, he had said something about, I forgot, it might have been Kyrie. It was a player, and somebody had said something about him, like, Jay Will, blah, 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 blah. You're a player. How could you, da, da, da. You know the game. You've been, you know what I'm saying? And then this motherfucker right. changed into I, what I feel like you're about to talk about. So let's let's get to it. So, uh, so Jay will he was on uh, he was on they they early morning show him Max him Max and uh, uh, Keyshawn, and they were talking about a comment that Jalen Rose said about Ben Simmons. So mind you, before mind you, Jalen Rose, this is not the first time Jalen Rose has said this phrase about any player. And this is not the first time that he has said this shit about Ben Simmons. So Jalen Rose um, said that Ben Simmons is pretty pretty much he he's robbing uh, the Nets. Yep, he's robbing the Nets uh, with a ski mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a ski mask, ski mask and gloves. Again, 
this ain't the first time Jalen Rose has said this shit about anybody. So why all of a sudden now do you have a problem with this, Jay Will? Yeah, you have said it about a bunch of players. Bruh. Whatever. Because my thing is, uh, Jay Will, you you robbed you robbed the Bulls, ski mask and gloves. Hell, Jalen Rose will tell you that he robbed he robbed a couple teams with ski masks and gloves on. Keyshawn Johnson has definitely a couple uh, teams. He, Dallas, the Cowboys. Look, I've been saying the, the Cowboys. <laughs> but my thing is, so all, all of y'all form in New York like that either. Right, but all of y'all have have this issue with this saying, and you tried to you tried to pin it to a to a racing, and and that that's never been the case. Because I'm like I'm like hell. Even when you even looked at this shit back in the day, even, even white even white bank robbers, what they do ski mask <laughs> ski mask and gloves, they go rob this goddamn bank. That's what, that's what it used to be back then. Right. But the thing is, like, my 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 thing with Jay Will is when you talk about Ben Simmons or Kyrie or you know any of these of these players that he's super close with, he takes offense to. So that's my that's my issue with Jay Will. Uh-huh. It's not the fact that it because they contradict them they contradicted themselves immediately right. after after being all uptight about the shit and i was like yo like they're like yeah you you're not you shouldn't be talking about uh you don't talk about a man's money especially when you play the game and all this shit and i was like oh they're like uh jayla rose should have worded it a different kind of way and i was like but the way they worded it i was like you're still talking about the man's money and that was my and i was just like yo i was like it, it pissed me off because i'm like yo like you're you're trying to be you're trying to be pro black, but you you're making you're you're making yourself look bad in the process. Right. But we, we even but even Max was like, "Yo, do you think you're taking this shit a little bit out of proportion?" But listen, we know what the fuck it is when 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 mm-hmm. we look at when we look at a contract and see what X Y Z is doing, and and even like there are so many players. There's only a few players that are. Max contract players, we know that. There's right. only, you know, what I'm saying, in a contract year, there are at least what 20, 30, 40 players that look good in a contract year. Maybe not that many. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm over exaggerating. But we've seen a motherfucker perform on a contract year. Hit, 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 hit that at the end of the season. Hit that payday. Hit that big contract and never perform on the level that they performed. On, on that contract year ever again. We see that shit happen uh, so times. Ezekiel oh. Elliott. <laughs> prime, prime example. Prime example. And, and in basketball, there's plenty of them. Actually, football, there's plenty of them. Football, there's motherfuckers that went into a, There's motherfuckers that had contract year, got a big contract, and then got cut midway through another a next season. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like but we still, but they still get paid. They still get paid so in some in some manner. Although, uh, uh, although Jalen Rose, you know, again back to Jalen Rose, he he's always said like when it comes to football contracts, you might as well write that shit on on toilet paper, right? Because yeah, it's shit. not guaranteed. Yeah. When when you cut, you cut. That's it's it. Not guaranteed. Um, basketball. So so basketball, we've seen motherfuckers 
make a career off of one contract season. Yep. Make money off of for the rest of their life off one contract. Well, not for the rest of their life, but the rest of their playing career off one contract season. Cause because we still see PJ Tucker in the league yep. doing make I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, um and, and not just to single him out, but it's it's plenty of them. It's a it's a lot of them yeah. out that's doing the same thing. Also, also but, uh, before we before we move off of this, Keyshawn Johnson, you shut you shut the hell up because you really sound stupid as shit talking about because uh, you know they mentioned oh you know he's underperforming and but he could still play defense and Keyshawn says out of his goddamn mouth well the Nets are pay, play, paying him to play defense you don't pay you don't pay a player that that amount of money to play fucking just to play fucking defense so you get the hell out of here with that bullshit Keyshawn. if that was the case Pat Bell will be one of the highest paid. Well, I'm not gonna say one of the highest paid because he ain't one of the best defense, but he's a he's a, a, a oh, I mean you, he I was would gonna be paid what he's paid now. Yeah. Shit, Tony Allen would be a billionaire if that's Tony true. Allen. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Bowen. Man. A couple of them. Dennis Rodman. That's what Boy, boy, boy. And Wallace. Oh, I mean, yeah. Y'all shut all y'all shut the hell up with that with that bullshit. I call bullshit. I mean Um Well, so before we get off this, can we listen, since LeBron is gonna probably be a big part of this show, we call bullshit yeah. on LeBron too. Well, what do you do? Because that nigga said he wasn't gonna cry when he broke the record. <laughs> <laughs> we listen. We 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 said that shit a couple months ago. We was talking about when 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 the motherfucker had posted that that clip. The fan, <laughs> you cry when you break the nah, I cry. I'm gonna cry when we win the championship. Nah, nigga. Nah, nigga. <laughs> well, he, he, and, you know, he, he cried. Hey, he said. Hey, he had salt. He had salt in his. <laughs> yeah, a little sweat got in my eyes. Nah, LeBron. <laughs> talking about nigga. <laughs> anyway, oh is, I God. call bullshit. All right. Oh boy, LeBron though. But um, oh man, goddamn. Um, we we can jump in and out of this real quick. Um, women's college yeah. basketball. Um, USC UConn. You watched the game? I did not. I was asleep though. Um, I, I watched some of it. Um, I, <laughs> I was asleep. Prefer I, most importantly, I watched the second half of it. Um. The game mm-hmm. was was a good game as always when USC and UConn play. Um, yes. For the last mm-hmm. um, five to eight years that they played, it's been a good game. Um, yeah. What 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 really stood out in this game is that women women's basketball because these are two premier schools and teams. Yep. In, in the nation yep. right now. Um, what really stood out is that um, women's basketball is changing. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not the the fast pace, athleticism above the rim style like like the NBA. But it's getting um it's getting faster and it's a little more physical, as well. Mm-hmm. But it may not be physical all around. Um, right. UConn. I, I felt like they probably did a little better than I than than it looked like they did because. The score don't indicate 
how I think how how bad how how much better USC is than UConn. The score didn't right. indicate that because I think it was only like an eight point nine point victory for for a USC. Yeah, it was 80, 81 to seventy seven. Okay, 81-77. Oh wow, a lot closer. Yeah, the score. So the score definitely don't indicate how much better to me USC looked. Right. UConn. Um. Right. But um, you know, a, a lot came with this game. Um, I'm pretty sure you you saw it and you heard about it. Uh, you know, um, complaining about the fouls and everything else. Um, but and and that's why I get into it to where I think, like, he might the game might be passing him by because the women's game is not the same no more. Um, I, I, I hate to say that. Okay, I, well, I'm not going to say that. Okay. USC is an SEC team. SEC. Well, it, 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 it's this. This is not a, a false statement or anything. The SEC, whether it's men or women, SEC, ACC, um, whatever they're in, um, the what the, the what, well, it wasn't a Big East. They're in something, whatever they are now. But the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, the whatever, whatever, whatever. All these conferences have different styles of play. Yep. The SEC is more of a physical conference than whatever conference UConn is in, whether it's men or women basketball. Um, the SEC is a little more physical than the ACC in men's basketball. Mm -hmm. um, the Big Ten, they're not they're they're as they're not as physical as the SEC or the ACC, but their style of play is different. The Pac-10 style of play is different. All these conferences have, you know, what I'm saying so. Don Staley has found the perfect medium to where she has a, a, a physical, like she has physical players on her team. She has talented players. She has cerebral players. She has everything. You know, Ariema has not, don't have that balance. He's still yeah. coaching his players like it was the early 2000, 2000 to 2010, late 90s, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it kind of looked like the game might have passed him by a little bit. He hasn't adapted or 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 recruited to what today's game is because women players are yep. more physical these days. That's it's, it's, it's natural. Look at the WNBA. Women players are more physical these days. Oh, absolutely. So and, so and for him to complain about, I was gonna say for him to complain about fouls. There, I, I was I looked uh, I was reading an article on the game and they was like it was. 44 total fouls called. 23. I have more. 23 uh, on 23 on UConn. 21 on South Carolina. So it's that, like that's the most foul really, calls that USC has had against them all year. Right. But uh, but even Don Staley, like Don Staley, she's fed up with the shit because she's like right. Uh, excuse me. Her program you is know, getting a bad. They're trying to it, give her program a bad rap. Yeah, they're trying to give a bad rap. Yeah, like hell from calling them thugs and all this other shit and it's like nah we like i built my program a certain way mm -hmm. uh we 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 can play physical we can play with speed pretty much however mm -hmm. however you think you however you think your team right. can play better than us we can match that right. we can match that or exceed it my recruiting is different right and, and, like, like and said, she has and, players that meet every criteria and you got coaches like like gino who who, who are tight they they got the lemon booty because she she's figured this thing out and she's put she's putting teams she's putting teams together that that can do any and everything on the court right 
Absolutely. And hundred percent, I agree with it because when, even when like it, it happens, when you look at it, when you look at the recruiting uh, of these guys, like, so you, you, you have, you have the certain guys, you have the, okay, I can get this person. I can get this person. I can get this person. Or in this instance, we're talking about women. I can get this woman, this woman, this woman, but a lot of your superstar women are like, they're finesse players. They're not rugged. They're used to refs giving them the benefit of the doubt, giving them every call just because they're a good player or whatever else. Um, Don Staley recruits them, but she also recruits them dogs too. Yeah. Name, name, name a dog on UConn right now. Yeah, I wish I had it. We you got a you got a, <laughs> you got a cricket button over there? I ain't got a I ain't got a cricket. We need button. a cricket button. We need a cricket button for this podcast. <laughs> look, I'm over here. Look, the whole time in my mind, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need a cricket button on this podcast because yeah. So I, the same thing. I like I have the yeah. same look like as you like. Right. UConn does not have no dogs on their team. Like it ain't like when they get down to the nitty gritty. Where my dogs at? Who, who who's the dogs yeah. on my team? Aaliyah Boston is yeah, a dog. Lord, they, man, she looks for contact. She wants to play physical. Mm-hmm. Paige Buckers don't. I mean, Paige Buckers ain't. She's not there. Um, the the um Fud, the girl we talked about last mm-hmm. week, she's not there. But she's not a dog. Like they are not like looking for the contact. You know what I'm saying? They're not the like right. Rugged players that want to that looks for contact that want to play physical and can still play or you know are are, are is a premier player. Um, but th- yeah, um, I I didn't um we added that in I added that in because I didn't like you yeah. know that that I felt like that was some bullshit. Um, and I I I would I would think better of Gino than that. And and to me it looks like a case of we we've always been the best. Um, but right. now, yep. now we aren't the new kids on the block are outclassed have outclassed us last what four out of five games including the championship last game and now I gotta make some excuses about what's what's happening you know what I'm saying um and right. honestly honestly I don't think it I, honestly I think if, if Paige Buckers and Fudd was in the game I don't think there would have been too much of a difference <clears throat> because of the way the way the way the game the game play like yeah um, Everybody's not used to physical play. Everybody, but that's a part of the game. That's a part of today's know, basketball right? game. The physical play. I mean, that's right? always been a part of the game. Yeah, yeah that's always been a part of. Yeah. It's but, always been a part of the game. But, it, it, but so if you want to switch it over to men's, that's like the same thing I think I've been saying about Gonzaga the last two or three years. Gonzaga looks fine until they get against um, a, a team in the Big Twelve. The SEC, the ACC, yeah. you know, the Big Ten, like they they look fine. Like they can dominate the Mountain West or whatever conference they're in. It looks right. fine. But, you know, when, once you get to the players, they got the same skill level, <clears throat> but they got some dogs on their team. They want to get physical. It's, it's a whole different uh, conversation. Um, yeah. to, to stay with the women, uh, um, not the professional women, but the collegiate women, um, Duke FSU. Funny story. Well, it, it, I don't, I guess it's called funny. But so Duke FSU, they played a whole first half with a men's ball. 
which is crazy because I'm like crazy. that shit is a big difference. It's a big difference because I can when I pick up a basketball and just play in the gym like we play. I'm like, damn, this shit feels smaller than you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say yeah, like and for for uh, Carol also pointed out at halftime. Yeah, yeah for and for Florida State, but I'm like Florida State ain't gonna complain because they winning. Right, that's how I looked at it. But because I'm like you. There's no way in hell that even for the refs, because I'm like, yo, like, why didn't the ref say, why, why didn't the ref say anything before before jump ball? Because uh, again, the difference between a, a, the, a men's basketball and a, and a women's basketball is completely different. The the fucking basketball, it's it's a, a it's an inch, it's an inch. Uh, the circumference is an inch smaller and two ounces lighter. I'm like, I know damn well whenever I pick up a woman's basketball in, in any gym. And the crazy thing is, me and you don't shoot as many jumpers as they shoot. So they know, right. like, for for instance, like, the, the the specifications on jumper, whatever else. Like, you talking about motherfuckers that shoot thousands of jumpers a day, thousands of free throws a day, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Dribbling the ball for, you know, hours on top of hours. So they know the exact difference between this ball and you know what I'm saying like so how the fuck does right. that happen they wait all the way until the second half right to, to swap it out mm. so it, it, evidently y'all y'all were playing with a men's ball because y'all swapped it out right in the grand scheme of things like y'all y'all swapped it out and I'm like even even holding the damn balls like y'all like couldn't nobody tell Right, and I'm pretty sure like shoot around practice, everybody practice had to shoot around with a woman's ball, and and mm. we don't know if like they if the players was complaining throughout the whole game, and the coach just decided to say something or they decided, but I don't know. I I think it's a bad look on the refs. It's also a bad look on FSU program too. That, that athletic department because y'all I mean yeah. how, how does the how man I understand how you know how it can happen but I, you would think before every game all those balls get inspected especially I'm gonna say yeah especially the game ball Not game ball the, yeah the game ball yeah you know what I'm saying so look yeah, that's I, why that's why the damn pros check like you had your superstars who checked the ball prior to Probably the jump ball, but of course, I, of course, they don't do that for for, for college. But right, <clears throat> right. Um, we don't got nothing for men's basketball, but let me, I, I do want to touch on men's basketball real quick. Um, <laughs> listen, I don't know what in the fuck is going on with my Tar Heels. Um, <laughs> over the weekend, we lost to Duke. Um, rivalry game. Um, we shot, we uh, shot three free throws, I think, three or four free throws throughout the whole game. Yeah. I have no idea how that happens. And I'm not blaming any, any like, I'm, we lost. I'm not going to say that's the reason why we lost or whatever. And, and it was a close game for the most part. Um, Last night, yeah. we were down almost 30 to Wake Forest at one point in time. We ended up losing by seven. Um, But the reason why I want to talk about this is because now I'm reading online that our starting backcourt are the the, uh, the the reason for 
the discrepancy, the, the lack of chemistry and team play is because R.J. Davis and Caleb Love are beefing over a, a woman. Caleb Love supposedly fucked R.J. Davis, the girl that R.J. Davis is, is, is messing with, talking to, which happens to be Deja Kelly, the star player for UNC women's basketball team. I don't know how true it is, but if you look at it online and everybody that's everybody that in the UNC and Duke community, um, it's true. Um, they even go back to the Duke game that was played this weekend, and they said the Duke like the crowd was chanting Deja Kelly, Deja Kelly. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, oh yeah, so and you know Duke and UNC is only seven miles apart, so they 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 like those. Regardless of what people say about the, the two schools, how how much they hate each other, play again. Like these players know each other like back of their hand. The, the mm -hmm. people, the the ones that go to college, the two respective colleges know each other. Like they party in the same places. Yeah. The clubs. They in the mall together. They like they like they know each other. Like it's no right. It's just when it comes to the rivalry, it's a different thing. Um, exactly. So, um. Last night, well, um, I, I saw I saw a report Armando Baycott, like they said, uh, once the game was over with Wade Forest, um, the team stayed in the uh, in the locker room for about forty five minutes. Um, everybody talked. They said Armando Baycott was the loudest voice. Well, a lot of what was said, I guess, wasn't released. But Armando, Armando Baycott, doing his interview, he said that he told them, "If you don't want to play, get the fuck out." This is my team. I'm not quitting. And <clears throat> I'm going to be here until the end. He told RJ, Caleb, Leakey, this is not the reason why we came back. Right. Like this. So point blank, I like that. But um just just to hear though to hear those things that, you know, um our starting backcourt is beefing over a woman, and that's causing a lot of the the issues that's going on in the mm -hmm. locker room. Is just right. is is really disheartening, um, and I mean, is it uncommon? Probably not, because this shit probably happens a lot more than I mean, what we know. In in whether it's in 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 the uh, amateur game or the professional game, yeah. but I mean, it's college, dog. It's, it's college. yeah, and and I don't know if you know, they, but Deja Kelly a bad motherfucker, dog. Deja Kelly. <laughs> That thing gotta be fire for her to her to have motherfuckers <laughs> fighting. You know what I'm saying? On the that, same that, damn team. Yeah, that's fighting on the same team, and that was in the national championship game last year. And got the talent. Right. This, this team has got the talent. Um, it has not gelled together, and I I, I can't talk about. And you would words. you would think I've been saying you would think with the with the starting five, like you pretty much have your your core team. Mm -hmm. You have your core team. From from the previous season, so mm -hmm. so yeah, it look it looks way off, right? Like just like you look at the record and it's like, yo, why why does UNC look like this? Why yeah. are they not ranked? Like, what the hell is going on? And, and even not the rank part, like, cause I cause I can deal, cause we wasn't ranked last year, but we should be. I mean, I said, no, y'all should y'all should be ranked. We should be, but no, 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 we could be due to the talent we right. have. We should be and could be, but. What 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 we have done on the court, um, even even the Alabama game, like that was a good game. That like yeah. three, three overtimes, you know what I'm saying? That's probably one of the best teams we played this year. So it's there, 
it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, um, Alabama is in the top, what, five? Three. Number top three. three? Five, three. So the team has the three, potential. Baby. The team has the potential mm-hmm. to be there. Three overtimes. Right. Something like any, that. Anybody yeah, could have won like that, that game in three overtimes. So, so yeah. for this team not to be ranked, it's like it's something like the fuck. But whatever. Um, it's hard. Like, oh. yeah, it'll, hopefully, hope put it like this. Hopefully, with with that talk after after last night's game, like after hopefully. that talk, hopefully, hopefully these motherfuckers get their shit together, get their minds right, and, and finish out the season strong. Because I'm like. Yeah. It's only a handful of games left in the regular season. Then you got to go into, you got to go into uh, conference, conference tournament, and then the big, and then into the, yeah. So like between now and now in tournament time, like you need to get your mind right. It's and, time and, to get your mind right. And, and yeah. I was just thinking about that shit, and, and and even like like late last night, Dre called me. I'm on a whole different time zone, but Dre called me. I think it was yeah. like, I think it was like 11 here, so it had to been like two. Way in where he was at, we just talked about that shit. Then I woke up this morning. I'm looking like online, you know. I'm I'm plugged into a lot of like the UNC chat groups, and of course the AC mm-hmm. chat groups. And then I see like this whole like story about R.J. Davis and Caleb Love. I starting back for like they don't even fuck with each other no more because of uh right. Caleb fuck with his girl and all this other shit. I'm like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um. Um. <laughs> <sighs> no WNBA news, man. Let's let's um. Well, we can jump to the NBA. You want to start with LBJ or what? What are we gonna do? Or, or you want to go to of all course, man? All right, so fuck all that. Let's start with, start with King James. Before we start with what's up? Um, let me talk to him. Let's give a shout out to the Oklahoma Thunder because they won the game. No one is talking yeah. about them, but they won the game. You know what I'm saying? And that, right. that's, you know what I'm saying? Now we can give a shout out to, and all that shit to um, LeBron James. He made history again. Um, 300, 3,088, well, well, now 39, because he, he only scored two points in the fourth quarter, which I don't understand how the fuck that happened, but maybe it's a prisoner moment happened, you know what I'm saying? But um, no congrats for for becoming the the all-time uh, scoring leader in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, now, that shit was happening 38, 38 plus years, though. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So um, I happened to... Tune into this game after halftime. He had 20 at halftime. I happened to tune in. Um, I was watching with a couple friends. Um, Cherie was there. Well, you know, um, but every shot he hit, like, I was counting down. Um, I think when it, when it, well, I think he came out, he hit like two threes in that, in that third quarter. Yep. Yeah. And from there, Every time the Lakers came down the court, I was like, give LeBron the ball. Because he was hot. To right. me, I was mad when they didn't yeah. get the ball. When they even if they took a shot and made, I was like, what the fuck? Like, get this nigga the ball. Right. Because like give him, give this like, man the ball. He was hitting. Look, I was look, I was mad because I fucked around and dozed off right before 
I dozed off. He had like six points left mm-hmm. to break the record. Mm-hmm. I woke up and he had just hit the shit and they were celebrating. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So so before that, oh, God damn, man. motherfucker Hachimura hit a floater. And I was like, yeah. the fuck? No, LeBron was like, y'all get it. Because the Lakers look, well, well, so it looked, they look just discombobulated. Like they wanted to give him the ball, but they didn't want to force it. And, um, right. you know, um, the, the, the basket before, right before he made that basket, um, he had posted, mm. I forgot who he posted up. He posted him up. He was doing the back down and it looked like he wanted to do that, do the fucking sky hook, but he couldn't get to his spot. It looked like he couldn't get to his spot. He yeah, got, he, yeah. Picked it back out, got the ball back and he had to pass it again. I'm like, the fuck? Like, I'm like, Get a ball back to this nigga. Like, and I think yeah, right. I forgot who it was. But, ball, but somebody took a three, and I was like, fuck. Next time down. But, you know, when, when he hit it, um, I, you know, I, it, it, it was a good moment. It was a good moment. It was a good moment to win. Oh, yeah. Especially if you watch basketball, because, I, uh, um, you know, for, for us, we watched his first basket in the NBA. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it was a nationally televised game. Everybody wanted to see LeBron, you know, so so it wasn't a game that you could not miss because if you watch basketball, it's a, it was a primetime game. LeBron James. Uh, we watched this game. motherfucker at high school. Right, absolutely. So <laughs> for for that, it, you know, it was it was a big moment. And then just to, you know, watch the journey and then watch him score that, you know, that, that basket was mm-hmm. big. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um and, 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 Congrats, I'll give him a congrats. Oh, yeah. you know, um, it happens. I'm, I'm not going to go into the all, the, the the whole GOAT conversation and, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a whole lot. MJ that MJ is my GOAT. Right. But it, it, here, here's what I, here's, so here's what I say about the whole GOAT conversation. It depends on who you ask. It's always going to depend on who you ask. Because if, if you ask, if you, so for like us, we got, to, we got to watch, but we got to watch Jordan like right. legit change the game. Exactly. Like look, Jordan changed the fucking game. I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. Mm-hmm. You can say all you want when it comes to LeBron, and I'm not taking shit away from LeBron. But Jordan changed the game. Like, like Jordan. Uh, who the fuck was it? Um, who was on? Oh, Trent. Uh, uh, Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck said it best. He was like, "Yo," he said, "Jordan had motherfuckers in Boston." that they wanted to be Absolutely. like Mike. You know motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> no motherfuckers in Boston do not like black people like that. I, I don't know. Hold on. But yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt saying that, I was like, yo. I was like, yeah, you're right. And then, of course, like I said, we grew up, everybody wanted to be like Mike. Right. Well, had, you know, a whole commercial, had a whole commercial about an area. For me, it goes far beyond stats, and achievement, yes, mention all that yes. stuff because both of them are well de- de- decorated. So yeah, it go it goes beyond that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because you can bring in the longevity thing and everything else too. You know, and like we said this on plenty of podcasts, even if it was about Tom Brady. Like a lot of people just don't desire to play 15, 16, 17, 18, 20 years. Right. So I mean. It, but you know, um, so I don't want to get into none of that, and that's not even you know part of my goal conversation because I feel the same way. I guess right. you know, that you alluded to about the conversation too, you know, because Mike means so much more to me than basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Because what you know, but a lot. But you know, oh yeah, oh yeah, but nothing LeBron has ever done because he right. was in basketball too. Yeah. Also, um, I, I what Kareem never got got the recognition for. Like, I feel like it's impressive as hell for Kareem. Because think about when Kareem started. Kareem, when he started, there was no three-point line. Right. And then the three-point line got implemented. And for you to have over 38,000 points, and you only hit one three-point, one three-pointer in your lifetime. Right. Like, dog, that's fucking impressive, bro. That's so all your points have come from in, in the paint and at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's... It, I, I'll never get in that conversation or that debate. Like, nah. we can't do that for, for me anyway. But um, once again, shout out, shout out to LeBron for, for just that. Um, so since we're there, before we get off to the off to the subject, um, the Anthony Davis video. Oh my god, I I. I, I... I tweeted somewhere earlier. I was like, I don't give a fuck how pissed off you were, whether it was by player, whatever the fuck you pissed off at. You stand your stupid ass up and got the Like, this is a historical moment. And now you look, you're, you look completely, you look bad on the, while history is being made, while history was made. Because you, you tight about whatever the fuck you tight about and you sitting on the bench pouting and shit while right. everybody else, while everybody else is celebrating. So I, I mean, I, and I'm with you. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Um, I, I feel like if, if this is your man, somebody that you really fuck with, like regardless of what's going on, you you celebrate them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you celebrate them. I'm always happy for my niggas. You know what I'm saying? If it was you, I'm yeah. jumping up, I'm screaming. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm, <laughs> listen, when you hit that shot, and you first one, I'm first one. To, I'm first yeah. one on the court. On the court, bear hugging you, picking you up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, come on, like I like. I, it, it, the optics don't look right to me. The optics don't look right. And y'all can, like, li- listen, with all that, um, uh, whatever, whoever wants to talk about, oh, AD was mad about being taken out of the game. He got in foul trouble or whatever else. They were losing the game. Um, you had they, down by, they were down by five. You still had a whole nother fourth quarter to play. And guess what? AD never took me as the type of player that was ever overly mad about losing fucking games. Right. I'm not saying he like, he likes to play. lose, but he just ain't never took me as a type to be. You know what I'm saying? Be in a locker room, pissed off, mad, and niggas like we grab him up for like. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they know something I don't know. New Orleans. Yeah, <laughs> you played in New Orleans. You never gave me that vibe. Never, never. And 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 I I knew it was some of us in that locker room that probably felt that way that were mad about that shit. Ad just ain't never gave me that vibe. Like he was just you know what right. I'm saying whatever um because like you said you can't be that mad for because if you're mad for being taken out of the game well you don't want in foul trouble you you got yourself in foul trouble but on top of that like you said there's a whole another quarter and y'all was down by five going into right. the four and the game is still so in. it wasn't like it wasn't like y'all was down by like fucking 35 y'all was down by five points and y'all y'all could have won the game the game is still y'all was in the position and, to win the game even if you're playing bad nigga i have I have been on plenty of teams, whether it was in high school or whatever else, um, playing when I was having a bad game and I was the biggest cheerleader on the motherfucking court. Right. 
Because I mean, shit, if I can't get it done, somebody, somebody else, get, somebody else can get it done. Especially, like, especially when you got somebody who who's getting it done. Like, yeah, at that point, yeah, let me go on and cheer for my team because they're able to do something that I wasn't able to do on, on the court mm-hmm. that night. Stop giving that motherfucker excuses. Listen, all the NBA players Jay, in, look, Jay Will. Probably, yeah, AD probably get the most excuses out of a lot of motherfucking players in the outside of Kawhi. Jay, Jay Will tried to give he tried to give him a he tried to give him an excuse a piss poor excuse today. All star snub. Like, come on, dog. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh snub. Ooh, snub. All stars, uh, well, shit. Some of them about to get on, get on the team because there's a couple yeah. people that can't play. But uh, not playing, yeah. Two, two off back. Yeah. Steph, Zion. Uh, but Snubs. I feel so. Here's who I like. Top, like top players that I really think that should have been on the squad. Uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Jalen Brunson, and James Harden. And to be honest, I feel like I feel like Jalen Brunson should have got uh, should he should have got freaking what's called spot uh, uh, Julius Randle spot. Like if you gonna give it to a Nick. Okay, I, I I'm I'm with you on I'm definitely with you on on uh, Jalen Brunson. Um, definitely with you on De'Aaron Fox. I'm trying to think. Um. I, I don't honestly. I don't know if we have to look at the list to replace a. But I, I don't think Paul Pierce should be in there. Um, not 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 off of who he is in the play. Just just because of just the amount of games he's probably played. And I so think I got him. I got him here. I got the reserve. I got the reserve list here. Let's go through the. Let's go through the uh, West. So. First. So on the West, you got Paul George, uh, SGA, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., Damian Lillard, Laurie Marketing, uh, John Morant, and uh, uh, Domus, uh, Sabonis. Demontis, yeah. Demontis, yeah. Demontis Sabonis. Why ain't Dame on the list? You said, why is Dame on the list? Why he not? No, Dame, Dame's on the list. Okay, all right. Yeah, he he's on the, he's on the reserve. Okay, I hear his name. All right. Um, so if I'm looking at the looking at the reserve list, I take off Paul George and Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm with you on those two. I'm with you on those because I don't think Jaron Jackson Jr. has performed. Maybe he has, but it's just in my mind. I don't see it. Um, Paul Pierce. I know Paul Pierce is an all-star caliber player. George. Just, Paul George. I keep saying Paul Pierce. Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. This bitch. Um, he, he just think he just to me he he just hasn't you know um been you know available enough to be the uh you know, the Paul George that we, just, you know, that we know. been more available than, he's right. been more available than, uh, probably Zion. Yeah. Been more, more available than Zion, shit. Yes. Right. Uh, but yeah, those would be the two that I would take off on, on the current reserve, the reserve for the West. Uh, for the East, we got Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, uh, DeMar DeRozan, 
Joel Embiid, uh, Halliburton, uh, Drew Holiday, and and Julius Randle. So Holiday, Holiday and Randle are out of there for me. So first of all, I, I want to um, apologize to uh, Mr. Brunson because I'm not going to say I shitted on him while this, you know, um, our tenure on this podcast, but I've always had reservations about him. Yeah. And he has performed in New York. Man, I can't de- I can't deny that. He has performed in New York. Um so I do want to give uh an apology to him for now. Cuz he has, he is out he he has performed. And um Oh, he's he's, he's doing his thing. I give it to him. He's doing his thing. Yeah, I, he, I can't deny he's, he's doing keeping his thing. he's keeping the Knicks uh relevant enough. He's doing his thing. Um yeah, I, I would give him that spot over Ju. Oh, well, over Julius. Um, name, name, name him again. The East again. Uh, Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, Mar DeRozan, uh, Joel Embiid, uh, Halliburton, uh, Drew Holiday, and and uh, Randall. So either Bam or. But it was one more that you named that uh, that I would take out. What, Halliburton. No, I gotta leave. I gotta leave Tyrese in there. Bam or, or Demar. Demar. Be- and Demar bef- because of games, but I have to look at what he's doing. But um, I I don't mm-hmm. know. Pa- Paolo might have to go in there for me. Rookie or not, I'm mad at it. Rookie or not, I can't li- listen. Uh, Paolo looking good and what he's doing. Yeah. Even though he's a Duke yeah. guy. I can't. I. I mean. I. I can't deny what he's been say. And I don't, I don't. We haven't heard of him missing any games like that. No. Mm-mm. No. Hell, has he missed any games? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he has. I mean, he's probably set out because of soreness somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the NBA these days. If, if, I was gonna say, yeah. If he has, it's been, yeah, like you said, because of soreness and not necessarily an actual injury. That's the NBA these days. Imagine, imagine somebody sitting out for soreness when you know we were growing up. But that's another story. Um. Um. I would like to see Paulo. Well, oh, shit. I was gonna say shit. Well, we about to we about to find out because, like we said, uh, Steph ain't playing, Zion ain't playing, um, KD. So I know, yeah, KD ain't playing. So I'm like, there's gonna be some, there's got to be some some adjustments made. So that'll put that'll definitely put MB. That should put MB in the starting lineup for mm-hmm. sure. So. I mean, we'll we'll see once they make their decision on who they gonna who they gonna uh, replace if they haven't done it already. Right. Um. Yeah, I like to see Paolo win. Here. Um. Kyrie to Dallas. You got any thoughts on that? Uh, Dallas got him for a steal. I believe uh, so. Interested to see. 
interested to see, and I say that on the strength of the draft picks, because you got to think those draft picks are fucking six, seven years away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> six years away. So some bitches, that was, that's why they, I'm they made... the Lakers fans like, oh, well, so yeah, let's, let, we'll get into it. No, I, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, but. Uh, interested to see how him, him and Luca play off of each other, and then what other, of course, what other move? Because Dallas is going to have to make some, they're going to have to make another move somewhere. Yeah. Um. I like it's the um. So now, now it's being said that um, Joe Harris definitely wants to trade because him, him and um, oh boy, do not get along. They didn't get along in college. They had numerous issues. Almost came to fist blows, and he said he cannot and will not ever play with play with um Dorian Finney Dorian Finney Smith. Yeah. Um, I think there should have been more research done on that before. Right. Um, before you break up that chemistry, not unless they was already, you know, thinking about trading Joe Harris. Um, I was gonna say Nets might as well blow this goddamn team. Right. Um, well, I, I, and I'm saying as far as like, like unless they're gonna trade KD, you can't you can't blow that team. No, up. that's what I'm, no, that's what I'm saying. Blow the team up as far as like trading KD, like get rid of KD. Not on some get rid of him, but find, figure out where he wants to go and make the trade happen. But you got to get, but I mean, you can't blow it up without getting what you think you deserve for him either, though. I think. Right. Well, yeah. It, because, you know, and of course, they're going to do it. I, I feel like I feel like they got rid of Kyrie. They they got rid of Kyrie, and they did it all in spite of getting him to L.A. And, and I'm fine with that. So so let's get to that. Right. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I am 100% fine with that because, you know, when I see when I see these reports of people saying that, and then I go back to the okay, so, so um, we're for for the Lakers fans, y'all have had the the better part of lopsided trades for twenty five to thirty years. If you look at this package that was well, first of all. Does anyone know that that's what Joe Side or the or the Brooklyn Nets uh, front office said? In fact, that they did not want Kyrie to go too late. They didn't like because I, I right. find it hard to believe that if Brooklyn, well, if the Lakers offered Brooklyn a package that you cannot refuse, right. that Brooklyn would not have took it. When you start, when you talk to me about Austin Reeves and. Lonnie Walker Jr. in a 27th in a, in a 2027-2029 first round draft pick. I'm get the fuck out my face. Are you serious? Right. Like, Lonnie Walker Jr. Well, well, Russell Westbrook, Austin Reeves, and Lonnie Walker Jr. Come on, are you serious? For Kyrie, right. even though I, as much as I like Russ, no. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Every everyone is saying, "Oh, he the 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 Brooklyn Nets are are petty." Yes, I would be petty too because if you're gonna offer me, say, you're not gonna offer me that shit, Kyrie. Fuck you. Right. I was gonna say the Suns had a better package. The the Mavericks had right. a better package. 
The Clippers had a bad in, package. Which I thought I thought the Clippers I thought the, the Clippers package. made more sense. Yeah, they had the best yeah, package. I, I felt like it made more sense. But uh and then on top of that, to be honest, the the Nets didn't have to do anything at all. They didn't even have to they could have told like I said, like like we said before when when the uh requested trade, I was like the and I was with KD too. I was like the the Nets don't have to do shit, dude. Like like you signed a contract. Like you are under contract. So I don't have to I don't have to trade you if I don't want to. And the only thing you can do is fucking throw a fit, put this goddamn uniform on and get your ass out there on the court. Mm-hmm. But also the Nets were tired of Kyrie's shit. Uh he said, you know, Kyrie said he felt he felt uh disrespected, not but I'm like you also have to take in account of all the all the shit that came that has come with you uh since being there. The vaccination shit, the anti-Semitic shit, and and just everything in between. The the shit that we don't know. And yeah, your work ethic might be there. That's that's fine and dandy. But of course the the bad's always gonna outweigh the good. Especially your bad's outweighed your good because I'm like hell I think they said he only played like 74 games with KD the the three and a half the three three and a half years they were there mm-hmm. so why <laughs> like dog at this point yeah you you become a liability absolutely yes um... and, and, and now and I do want to preface this part I, because I did say uh, I thought I thought I think that he should get paid, and I was under the assumption that he was going to continue to play ball for Brooklyn and play it pretty much do what do what players do in a, in a contract season, ball out, and that's what he was doing until trade talks. You know, I mean not trade talks, but contract talks. Yeah, broke down. Know, then go down hit. or whatever. So that's what I was under the assumption of of Kyrie balling out for the rest of the season and then you know pretty much forcing either the net or another team's hand to pay him right yeah um i i mean um i i don't know how i feel about the trade to be honest with you um i don't know um I, I, i i'm interested to see how it works out because him and Luca essentially to me play the same position. I do think Kyrie wants to play off the ball a little more because when Harden was there, Kyrie played off the ball a lot and um it worked a lot with him. Um but I just but the so the problem the thing about Luca is Luca loves to pat the ball. Yeah. And Luca's that type of player that once he passes it to you shot needs to be you know it needs to be taken yeah and Kyrie just Kyrie is not so much that type of player yes he can take that open shot but Kyrie is probably one of the best in creating his own shot phenomenal right so we'll see how that work um um all the Laker talk with the trade you know I'm like they stop it like listen that that whole <laughs> that whole Josai is petty and all this other stuff. Like um, no, I I would have did the same thing. To me, that don't say anything about being petty. Like e- even if he did not want Kyrie to go to the Lakers, 
if they said, you know what, if the Lakers say, you know what, we can do without AD. Let's do Kyrie for AD. I give you this 27, right. this 29 pick. I'm guarantee. I guarantee you, they would have took AD. Oh, that trigger. That trigger would have been pulled. So I don't. I. I I think if if the right deal came around, they would have sent him to LA. I don't think it was no. Oh, he just did not want him to go there. Maybe he did, but like I said, I think with with whatever happens, with the right deal, he would have sent his ass over there. So whatever. Yeah. Um, um, let's get to the funny shit. Let's go. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, Donovan Mitchell. I'm Brooks. I wish Donovan Mitchell could have stole off on. Instead of, through, instead of throwing the ball at him. Because that was, that was dirty as hell. It was. I, but I, listen, Donovan Mitchell's cool. I think he was... I, so I was going to say he's pussy, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> he's... Because he got money on the line. Because had he felt... Had he really felt the kind of way he felt that he displayed throwing that ball, I would have stole off. Like, listen, in the gym... Dylan Brooks would have got stole off on. Oh shit! Dylan Brooks would have caught them hands. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to show me you about that life if we uh, in the gym. So that's why I, I started to say that Donovan Mitchell pussy. But you know, I understand you got money and all yeah, this other got, stuff yeah. because Donovan Mitchell could have easily not even stole off on this motherfucker. Just like got the fuck up and walked over to him and just be like nigga, like, what the fuck is up and. Pink pow, ping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it could have. No, but the, hey, the fun, <laughs> the funniest shit to me was the funniest shit was to me was that the fact that one of the one of the coaches from from Memphis fucking football tackled the shit out of Dylan Dylan Brooks. I said he tackled that motherfucker <laughs> so fast, dog. I was like, yo, like somebody put some, get this man some pads, sign him up. Cause he made a clean tackle. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> like he was like, like, like it was scripted. <laughs> <laughs> right on script. <laughs> yeah. So, yo. But, um, honestly, uh, dirty played by Dylan Brooks. I, honestly, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. Um, I felt this way about Dylan Brooks since he was in Oregon, and uh, I watched him play plenty of times in Oregon, uh, plenty of times in Memphis, not like vividly, but on TV. Um, yeah, we played them in a yeah. national championship game. We beat we beat Oregon in national. No, no, we beat Oregon in uh in the Final Four, and then we beat Gonzaga. But Dylan Brooks was on that uh, Final Four team for Oregon that UNC played them. Like, um, I, Dylan Brooks is just Dylan Brooks to me. He's all to me. He's always been dirty. I, I honestly, I ain't never liked that light skinned nigga. <laughs> high yellow, bright. Well, not even light skinned. That high yellow nigga. How about <laughs> look? Look, Dylan Brooks, just because you got your hair goddamn plaited up like Scully from goddamn Snowfall, don't don't make you hard. <laughs> but you know what? You trying to be Scully out there, and you not him. He just might, listen, he just might be hard. But listen, on that NBA court, you ain't hard. You But but you know what? Somebody said this last night. I forgot. Well, it was either last night or the day before. Um, And this is what I can't respect about Dylan Brooks. 
Because if Dylan Brooks ain't being that Dylan Brooks that we see on the court, he ain't in the NBA. Mm-mm. He's not. A, he don't have a job. No. Um. And 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 even back in the nineties when we saw John Sally, James Edwards, um, such and such, such and such, such and such, they were kind of like enforcers. They probably wouldn't have had. They probably wouldn't have had a job. So I like I. It, can he, he can he, he can hit a shot shot or two here and there, but if he's not that version of who he is, who who we see, he probably don't have an NBA career. I put him on a different team. This shit's a whole different. Yeah, it is. He plays, yeah. he plays a lot different because I think it's more so with him being around the rest of that team. Mm-hmm. But you got to put him next superstar too that entrusts him too. Well, yeah, it, it's just a fact. Well, I'm just saying from the Grizzly, from the Grizzly period, because mm-hmm. you know they like to talk, right? You know, like we said, last, they they like to talk, mm-hmm. and a lot of that talking get get them ran up on. Mm-hmm. So, because I, I think he works with, I think he works with LeBron, I think he works with Steph. Um, it, it's a lot of places it, just because of the the dynamic of who he is and, and he's going to yeah. bring that toughness, that tough mentality to the team. Um, those other teams that want to stay away from that, honestly, it might be their loss. I hate to say that, but it is, it's probably going to be their loss because you kind of need it. Um, yeah. I think, actually, I think Boston might have needed it last year because I would, I, that's what I would have wanted from Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart kind of got away from that, um, because he was he was not on the same exact level, but he was Dylan Brooks right. two three years ago. And last year in the finals, Marcus Smart wasn't that guy. Like he wasn't that agitator, that 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 tough yeah. guy. Like listen, these my niggas. I'm he got a little. He got a little game about himself, right? So after the Olympics, he tried to, yeah, he tried to show, he tried to show his game more mm-hmm. than be the agitator that that he that he's right. always been. You're right, you're right. So I, I had I think had I think we got that version of Marcus Smart. We might be looking at Boston as NBA champions, but yeah. Um, but I, dirty play all in all. Um, I think what what um Dylan got four game suspension. And Donovan got three, or what happened? No, no, no. Uh, Donovan, I think Donovan got fine, and Dylan got like Donovan, two games. Okay, so it, two it games. Um, yeah, I, it wasn't. It wasn't a lot. Dylan, Dylan got a couple games. So I think Donovan, Dylan, Donovan, Dylan, got fine. listen, you hit a motherfucking the nuts like that on purpose. That was intentional. You can't tell me that's not intentional. You deserve more right. than that. Reggie Miller, um, Reggie Miller yeah. tried. Of course, you know they they trying to commentate. Uh. I don't know, no, bitch. You you saw that shit because I'm like he looked he looked to right. when he fell, it was like he looked to make sure that he was right there. That's not a natural right. motion on, that though. you swing your arm up like that and falling anyway. But what, what, whatever, no. Reggie fucking Miller. Whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Cheryl. Cheryl. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl Miller. The anniversary of her big game is coming up. That that hundred point game she scored, but um. So Austin Rivers and Mo Bamba. This was a little more entertaining. Um, so it's still so honestly, we don't know much about this because we don't know what the fuck was said. But from the look of the 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 faces on the Magic bench, 
Mo Baba was in his shit talking bag. He was saying some shit that probably, <laughs> that probably would have had the best of motherfuckers ready to throw them hands. Um, right. I would love to know what the fuck Mo Bamba was saying. But eventually it'll come out. Give it, give it time. Give it time. But whatever was said, it had old is Austin Rivers a church boy. I don't know. Motherfuckers told me one thing. One person you don't want to fight is the coach's son. Because they've been trying to prove so That's what I heard because they's just so angry all the time. But whatever he said, listen, it got it got like it, it took like three or four times out of the court. Austin Rivers had enough of that shit. Right. It, it, it became to a bench, bench clearing um, altercation. Um, Austin Rivers kind of called him out, said, you know, I ain't about that life, you know, that you, you can't talk to me any kind of way. Um, and basically, Mo Bamba pussy, that's what he said. And in, in, in short word, Mo Bamba pussy. That's Orlando, my city. Niggas <laughs> is like, what? <laughs> in short, Mo Bamba pussy. <laughs> Orlando, that's, yeah, that's, that's Austin Rivers. I mean, we don't. But uh, I mean, calm down, children. Right. Um, That's that's all I saw. Like, calm down, kids. Yeah. It's just interesting how all these fights jumped off in the NBA. Um, Yo, it's been a lot. I've been saying it's been a lot this year, or it seems like it's been a lot this year. Temperatures rising. Temperatures rising. Um, John Morant. He's been on our he's been our topic list for a lot the last three weeks. Shit, three, four, five, probably. Um, so so um and it's it's all kind of regurgitated. It's old. Um and it's all, you know, to deal with, you know, who he's portraying to be, um, the company he keeps. Um so I will say this. I don't know John Morant personally. Um, I have met him before. I've played basketball with him before. A younger version of John Morant, maybe in middle school, um, ninth grade, tenth grade, John Morant. Um, yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question who he is now, who he was as a 16, 17, 18, 19 year old John Morant. I don't know. Um, I do know where something South Carolina is. And I do know what the fuck goes on in something South Carolina. Um, I see a lot of people, you know, talking about he's from the suburbs and everything else, and they probably haven't been to something. I worked at Shaw Air Force Base, and I worked at Shaw Air Force Base, and I know a lot of um, Army, Air Force, and veterans that did not, you know, make it out of there. Got killed. Right. Um, Sumter is nicknamed Merc City for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like Fayetteville. It's a smaller Fayetteville. Yeah. yeah. They get busy in something. They get busy. So, I mean, for the people that he, he's around, they might be a lot of, they might be a whole, I, I guarantee you, he's around a lot of niggas that let that thing bang. Yeah. Does he? Probably not. I, I would say he probably don't. 
But um, so I, one thing I like, like what did I just preface that for? So one thing I'm not gonna question is something South Carolina say, oh, he's not this, he's not that because he's from the suburbs. He's definitely not from the suburbs. Definitely not. That's one thing I will, I'll, I'll stand on that. He ain't from the suburbs. Are there good parts of something here and there? Yeah, because there's a, it's a military town, so to say. Fairville, you you was in Fairville. What what year? What year did you get there? Shit, I was there from uh oh from two thousand yeah from two thousand to two thousand six. I came back early. So early. Yeah. When when was the last time you been to Fairville? Uh, uh, what about three, four years ago, maybe? Not well. Maybe no, two. last last year. Okay. I and went down because I got a, I got a homeboy. There. I got a homeboy down there. Yeah. And it looks a whole lot different than it did when you got there in two thousand. Whole lot different. Whole lot. Whole lot different. So that's the same thing with something. Um, because you know how military towns work, and throughout the duration, like shit changed. Fairville still is Fairville. That shit's still rough as fuck. Um, but that that that's just how it is. Like um. You know what I'm saying? I, they, they, there's probably dudes that you know in there that wasn't hard at all, but hung around different. You know, and, and it's not to excuse anything that Josh's doing, but I can't. I, I'm not going to put in the question because, um, if it was Dennis Smith Jr., people would be like, "Oh, he from Fairville. He from the suburbs. He from blah 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 blah," and you would be like, "Uh." Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. in front of summer, you know what I'm saying? Like, it depends on what part of Fayetteville you stay in. But for the overall, Fayetteville, mm -hmm. you know, gets busy. It ain't like it ain't as sweet as you as y'all making it seem like it is. So that, that's how that's how I see it. Um, but I do think, um, in in this case, um, I will say that John Morant ain't that tough guy. He ain't a thug. It might be right. the guys he hang around with, but I would love to see him be a little more cognizant of what he do, the company he keeps, and yep. how he conducts things. Because, as Shannon Sharp said, and other people have said, he is he is a business. He's a multi yeah. he's a multi millionaire, and um, I heard this story about um, David Stern talking to Carmelo Anthony and telling him, mm -hmm. "Hey." You on your way out of the NBA if you don't change the company that you keep. I don't know how true that is, but that's floating around on the internet. I saw that um, a couple days ago, and Carmelo yeah. Anthony, of course, changed the company. You know what I'm saying? Allen Iverson the same way. I mean, it's like so. Um, we talked about this last week about John Morant, um, people being escorted, um, kicked out. Um, this whole thing about his entourage maybe pointing a red beam or laser at somebody from the Pacers mm -hmm. traveling staff or whatever else. Okay. The bad thing about that is you don't know who the fuck thinks you're pointing a red beam at them and start shooting. John Moran right. is in the vehicle that the red beam's coming from. Now you got an NBA superstar that's wounded, possibly dead, you know, don't wish that on nobody. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right, right, right. You, like we got to start thinking about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and you hate to see, you know, stuff like that happen to a young black man like John Morant that's so talented and that could be 
the face of the league in two, three years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this. The league, the league is changing again. Absolutely. Like you, you have these. You it changed when LeBron and D Wade came in. It changed, mm-hmm. and now it's changing again because now you got you got your job Morant, your Zion's, and all of them coming in, and so it it's making a change and it and a new face of the league is about to emerge. Right. So why not? You know why not be one of those faces? Mm-hmm. And, and he's a prime candidate to be the face of the league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When they when they looking at superstars, like he is the name. You got him, Luca. Um, they they're forcing Zion in there, but Zion just he's he he just they're on the top. Yeah, medical. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they're looking for that next that 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 next torch carrier. Yep. Because KD, Steph, LeBron. Um, these guys are on their way out the door. Sometimes sooner or later, they don't. They 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 have more days behind them in the NBA than they got in front of them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, even the Joker, I would say the Joker probably got more days behind him than in front of him. As a big man, Embiid yeah. as a big man, Giannis yeah. as a big man. Yeah. So I mean it is there for the taking. Mm-hmm. I just I, I mean I, I hate the I hate the optics of, of all the stuff what's happening. Yeah, I think I think a lot of the stuff that's happening, he has control over. He can keep himself out of that out of them talks. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just I don't know, man. Like. Regardless if it's your family, your friends you grew up with or not, you gotta understand. Like you gotta understand if these motherfuckers, because even like when I was in the military, I'm I'm on leave, I go home, and I see motherfuckers mm-hmm. doing shit that like I'm good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like y'all niggas still right. doing what y'all was doing when I graduated high school. I left here, y'all blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Like any any time them niggas, same shit. Them niggas can get ran down on, arrested. And guess what? Now your ass is is you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Nah, like you say, it's gonna take. But well, I don't know if it's gonna take uh, Adam Silver to do it. T. Morant, like somebody need to get in his ear and be like, "Yo, like, like you said, like uh, David Stern told T. Carmelo, hey, you don't change. If you don't change, you don't change your ways. Huh? <laughs> your head's gonna be through." Because the it, bad thing about the, the bad thing about it is, look, 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 look at the altercations T. Morant getting to. Yeah. He's incited a lot of shit. So I mean, like, yeah, like I mean, you you can't cut dad and mom off, but I mean, like, it gotta be somebody in your ear that's like, hey, listen. I mean, Yo. shit, you can you can do like Carm- uh, Carmelo, you can do like Lonzo and damn Lamelo. Damn, hey, you got chill, pop. Hey, they told us that. Like somebody told told uh, what's his name, chill. Right. Lonzo Ball, I mean fucking Lonzo. Uh, what's his fucking dad name? Lavar. Lavar. Yeah, somebody told that motherfucker because that motherfucker he went he went completely dark. Uh-huh. Especially after uh Melo, especially after Melo got in the league, he went completely dark. We ain't heard from him. we ain't heard from him 
We ain't heard a lot from him, put it that way. I ain't gonna say we haven't heard from him since. We haven't heard from him uh as much as as much as we did when when uh when Lonzo got into the league. Mm-hmm. So Get your shit together, John. Shit, you don't, <laughs> you don't need no. I, I don't want to sit here about no incidents when it comes, like no like tragic incidents. Put it that way. I don't want to hear any tragic incidents that involve you in it, because like your career, your career is just getting started, and it's only it's really only up from you. Yeah. Um. All right. Football. Football, um, Josh Seals, and we need to spend a lot of time on this. Um, the only reason why I put this here is just because I find it interesting how much the Mike Vick thing was talked about, how much Sean Watson was talked about. Um, and if you just want to keep it sports and take it out of football, how much Kyrie and you know, um, mm-hmm. and I hate to make it a racial thing. A lot of the other, you know, um, African American athletes just talked about, but um, Josh right. Shields, you know, um, has has been uh, indicted on rape and kidnapping charges, yep. and it's kind of been kept quiet and swept under the rug. This shit happened back in De- December fifth, uh, twenty nineteen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but. That's disgusting, dog. Honestly, that's right. disgusting. that's disgusting. Like that's for, disgusting. for who for what? Uh, again, this is this is something similar of going back home. You because he went back pretty much. He went back home to where he's you know where he's from, mm-hmm. and of course you know he's in the league, feeling himself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and and yeah, you what you. What you ended up trying to do was you you tried to force yourself on on a young lady that didn't you know that didn't give you any consent all because uh who you who you who you were because i'm not gonna say who you are but who you were at at that time and, and what you did and i'm like that doesn't that doesn't give you that doesn't give you any fucking consent just because you play professional a professional sport to do what the fuck you want but I, i'm with you because actually because i saw this last uh i saw this last week and i actually uh i had jotted it down but we didn't we our shit was so our uh lineup was so so stacked mm-hmm. I, we couldn't fit it in but uh but yeah this this uh story it, at least i saw it on espn uh the week, the week that uh, the Eagles and, and the 49ers played. Yeah. But yeah, you right about as far as like shit being kept under wraps because you you don't you don't hear shit public about it. You, you, you know, heard nothing public about this. Absolutely, and you know, for for um the whole Deshaun Watson talk, um, mm-hmm. it's speculated. Nothing has been yeah. nothing has been proved, and that that's why I say speculated. Like I I don't want to be insensitive to anybody, the women, but right. nothing has been proved because it was all settled. So yeah. 
these women have their sides of the story. They say Deshaun Watson did it. Deshaun Watson have his sides of the story. He said, no, I didn't. Um, and it was settled. So in a settlement, the truth didn't come out. We don't know the truth on this Sean Watson story. Right. Um, but this, there's no coverage on it. And rape, rape is a lot. To me, rape is more than someone um, asking you to rub on their genitals or opening a robe you know, opening their robe and exposing himself to you and kidnapping is definitely a lot worse than all that shit to me. I can say, yeah, that kid, I'm like, like, getting, like both of these charges and right. Yeah. Both of these charges are crazy. Like, I mean, it's, it's just disgusting. Honestly, when, when you, when you think about it, it, it's disgusting and it's disgusting that is not a bigger topic. It's not even discussed at all on any of these major networks. Um, I don't know how it it's not a so-called big enough story, right? I, and, but Sean Watson is for for some massages. Not saying not saying that it's not it, it, it's it's not a big deal. But I would think right. this. No, no, no. Yeah, and, and I don't want to be insensitive to the women that were affected by Deshaun Watson. But if you right. ask this woman that was raped and kidnapped, did she go through a bigger ordeal than? someone that had to massage a man that may have said hey boom pull a robe off and said rub on this i'm pretty sure i mean you weigh him like you know what i'm saying like because as I, before we cancel <laughs> ourselves yeah. and get in trouble right um, whatever um but yeah so on to the super bowl where you want to I've been, we got a I've been trying to weigh. I've been trying to weigh, weigh my options on who to pick for this guy. I wish game. we would record on like Thursday or Friday so I can just right. like get more time to make my pick. But we here, so fuck it. Uh, of course, on one side, uh, on the Eagle side, you know, I got the Bama boys over there. Mm-hmm. Hurts, Smith, Monte. Uh, like there's shit, there's a few. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the center, mm-hmm. I can't think of his name. I don't know why his name slips slips my mind at the moment. But we got a few, we got a few Bama boys over there on the Eagles, and then of course on Kansas City, shit, you got Patrick Mahomes. Period. Right. Like hard, hard stop. You <laughs> uh, definitely a hard stop. <laughs> and that's what we um, on my pick. Uh man, Philly's outside of the Bama boys. Philly's defense is where what partially have me leaning towards them, mm-hmm. just like their front four. But uh, Kansas City's offensive line has done a lot better, and they're look they're a lot healthier than they were the last Super Bowl that they played when they were missing half their damn line. Right, and you had damn Patrick Mahomes throwing that bitch like he was uh, dodging bullets in, in the fucking Matrix. And you're right, like yeah, like last time they played in the Super Bowl, 
offensive line, they was injured. In, they had a lot of injuries. Offensive line was fucked up. Now the team seems to be a little more healthy, but now it's the main cog that's in. So it's kind of like, mm. yeah. Both quarterbacks are injured. Or not injured, hurt. Right, somewhat. I don't Is Jalen uh, Hurts really still hurt, though? Yeah, like, that's... I mean, shit, they, they haven't been throwing the ball much. Yeah, right. He didn't have about four or five weeks to get that shit right. He didn't have to do too much against the Giants, but I mean, I'm just taking a hit is all everything. It's a show. Hey, I've been saying it's a show to end that motherfucker. It take a minute. Yeah, right. It take a minute to to get back to the point where you can throw and do shit comfortably. Um, with all that being said, I'm a. I'm gonna roll with. I'm gonna roll with the Eagles. I think, I think their defense, their defense is going to. Uh, I think their defense uh, contain pretty much. I I won't. I don't want to say contain Patrick Mahomes because that's kind of hard to do. But their their receiving core isn't as strong as it as it was as it was before. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where because I don't see anybody getting like any real separation when it comes to when it comes to time for him to throw. True. True. Um. My bad. You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I dropped. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, um. So, I, um. I'm gonna get it out the way, Eagles. And um, but it, to me, I, like I'm, I wish I had till Thursday or Friday to make this pick, right? Just to give it a little more thought. And I've been thinking about this because I know we had to make these picks on, on you know, on this pot on this podcast. I knew we had to make these picks, but to me, it just felt like it wasn't enough time because I'm still looking at things. You know, seeing how things, you know, um, plan out and everything. And I just feel like, to me, I I say the Eagles because I feel like the Eagles is a better team. Overall, a better team. But um, Patrick Mahomes, man, like. It's hard to bet against this motherfucker, man. And if I feel like there's anybody that can beat a team. It's probably Patrick Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I feel like there's anybody that can beat the team, it's um it's him. Um and he's done it. Um but I feel like the Eagles check the block in uh every every category. Every category. Every yeah, category. Except for the quarterback. Well, <laughs> except for the quarterback spot. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, well, no, me, I'm saying if you're comparing, well, if you're right. comparing, to, if you're comparing, yeah, but it, it, and it ain't too but, far off. But Patrick Mahomes is definitely a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts right now, yeah. right now, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, but no, I agree with you. They do check every block. Like they have the quarterback, they have the running back, they have the receiving core, yeah. the defense. Like they have like everybody. Linebackers. Yeah, like That's everybody, every it, 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 every every position or every like uh 
like every area checks the block of mm-hmm. okay we got what we need there we got what we need there we got mm-hmm. you know but no right. i'm definitely with you on that but it's just hard like because i think if like, like i said i think if anybody could make a difference and and change the game mm-hmm. it's patrick mahomes like he can and he put he's put himself in that category in that position to say that we that we can feel that way like you know what i'm saying like if there's anybody that can do it he can do it so um that's the biggest thing um but i i i'm going to pick the eagles for that for that fact i just think as a team as an overall team they are better they get to the quarterback better they get you know what i'm saying they they and and even if the passing game is terrible they can run that ball yeah. If the if the pat if the running game ain't doing that good, it can still pass. You know what I'm saying? So um, yep. No um, it, it it's just hard, man. It's it's hard. It's hard. Um, but I would I would not be surprised. My my pick my pick is Philadelphia. But I would not be surprised if Kansas City moves. just just because I think right. anybody can make that difference and 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 bring you know change the game. It's Patrick Mahomes. Um, yep. If Philadelphia plays their game or get to play their game, it's a wrap. It's right. A, it's a wrap. I think, you know, I, I, I think uh, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take more things to go Kansas City way than uh, it's going to take in, for Philly. You know what I'm saying? Philly, Philly has the yeah. – uh, Kansas City has to impose their will on Philadelphia to win to me. Philadelphia mm-hmm. don't necessarily have to impose their will on Kansas City to win. So, yeah. They just got to do what they've been doing that got them to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Someone said that Philadelphia had the easiest path to the, the Super Bowl right now. I saw that. Um, being that the Giants was a cupcake, San Francisco for what happened, it, you know, was a cupcake. Um, it, it looks that way. I mean, shit, but they caused all the they caused all the havoc. It wasn't it wasn't like I'm like shit. I'm like for I mean, the Giants did what they were supposed to do, and they made the playoffs, and right. then they proceeded to get their ass kicked. True. Um, and then the 49ers, like it wasn't like it wasn't like uh uh Brock Purdy came into the game like he was. It wasn't like he wasn't playing in the game. Like he started the game, right. he just. He just unfortunately got hurt early. Yep, but and, and it and it came yeah. off. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So unfortunate injury that don't necessarily happen all the time. Right. I, I'm not gonna say they had the easiest road. They just did. They took. They handled business. Right. And injuries are a part of the game. For no. yeah. So. Yeah. They, I, I felt like that was gonna be a rough game for Brock, even if he if he stayed up. Cause they were getting, they got back there early. They got back there early, early. I felt like it was gonna be a rough game for both, but you know, it it, it was gonna be you know who can withstand it, and it just so happened that everything, you know, not to go back to the game, but like I said, everything that could have went bad for the 49ers early, or in general mm-hmm. went bad early. So right, yeah. Yeah. Um but we shall see what the Super Bowl brings us though. Yeah. So we got we both we both picked the Eagles. Um and for the reason that we have that we already told, let's let's get to these. 
Now let's go ahead and get to our athletes. I know it's kind of late where you at. You said you was tired, so yeah, let's let's get to it. Yeah, I got a uh, I got Nate Tiny Archibald, former NBA point guard, drafted by the Cincinnati Royals, also known now known as the Sacramento Kings in the 1970 draft. Uh, played for the Royals, the New York Nets, the then New York Nets. <laughs> The Celtics and the Bucks. Uh, he was a three-time All-Star first. Team, uh, excuse me, three-time All-NBA first team, two-time All-NBA second team, seven-time All-Star. Named uh, 1981 NBA All-Star MVP. Led uh, led the league in free throws. Free throws made made three times and free throws attempt. Uh, named one named one of the uh, 50 greatest players in 96. Again, with this uh, top 75 dish uh, that happened, uh, what was it, last year? Yeah, last year, and then uh, was inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame in 1991. Also, uh, NBA champion with the Celtics in 81. Hmm? All right. Shout out, um, Nate. Nate Archibald. Nate Tiny Archibald. Right. <laughs> All right, I want to um, give this guy his flowers before, um, even though he looked great last night. Um, I, I, I want to give this to Ferdinand Lewis Alcinder Jr., a.k.a. as we know him today, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, as, uh, and, and I really don't have to read this because we've heard an, uh, enough of his accomplishments and what he's done over the last couple days with, you know, all this happened with LeBron James. But um, he, he played 20 seasons uh, in the NBA. Um, he played for the Bucks and the uh, Lakers during his career. Um, he's a six-time uh, MVP. Um, he's a 19-time NBA All-Star, 15-time um, NBA uh, all well, fifth time, fifteen times he's made all NBA team. Um, eleven time, uh, all defensive team. Um, he's a member of six NBA championships. Um, as a player and two more as assistant coach. Twice voted NBA Finals MVP. He was named to uh three NBA anniversary teams: thirty fifth, fifty, and seventy fifteen. Wiley Regala is one of the greatest centers of all times. He was called the greatest basketball player of all time by Pat Riley, Isaiah Thomas, and Julius Irvin. Um, he also held the record as being the uh, all-time NBA scoring leader, which now he's number two. Um, and currently, he can say he has had that record the longest of any player. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a long time before that that record. To be right. But um. Just to go over his, uh, a couple of more his um his career um establishment uh accomplishments um we'll start with uh college um he's a uh, national champion uh collegiate he's a national college player of the year three times um three-time consensus all-american um his number is retired by the uh ucla bruins he was mr uh nba Basketball, well, Mr. Uh, Basketball USA for two years. He's a three-time first-team All-American. Um, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, three-time, of course, NBA uh, NCAA champion. 
Um, he's won the uh, most outstanding player in the Final Four three times. Um, the last three years of college, he didn't lose a single basketball game, which is insane. <laughs> um, I mean, and, and there's so much more, so much more to go on and go on and go on about Kareem. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I mean that that's Kareem. Motherfuckers is like, who y'all, who y'all play tomorrow? Damn, we got UCLA. Fuck. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, just a thing. Hey, they just right on the calendar. Hey, they just right on the calendar. <laughs> think about it. Just to think about it. He didn't lose a basketball game in college after his freshman season. That's, wow, that's fucking nuts, dog. <clears throat> wow. He didn't. He didn't know what the, how how it felt losing until after he got into the league, right? And um, <laughs> most most and, and, and one one thing I don't want to. He, he is an actual uh, activist and a uh, yes, lot, lot lot of uh, charity work, activist work as you know right now to this age. And I will say, as a seventy five year old man, uh, looking at him last night, he looked very good. Good, yes, absolutely. So, shout out to Lou Alcander and Nate Tiny Archibald. Right about this time, sir. Bang! Oh, play some traveling music. Everybody's going downtown on the A train. I wasn't ready for this, but um. Fuck it. Oh, that ain't what we want. No. <laughs> we going out this way. Fuck. Let's go. Come on. We appreciate y'all pulling up with us, fucking with us. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, hit, hit us up. We, we appreciate everybody that rolls through and just keeps rocking with us. Up. Oh, yeah, like I always do, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell their mama and, mama and them pull up. Yes, sir, indeed. Yes, and thank y'all. Um, One thing I do want to say, hey, everybody that you like, love, care about, family, friends, everybody, hey, make sure they know that because these days are uh, hard. Are short for us, regardless of how old you are. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely love on your loved ones and everybody that you definitely care about. Um, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Thanks for fucking with us, and, you know, um, continuing to rock with us and tune into this episode. The um, new year, we be early into it. Um, there's more to come from this podcast. It's still a baby, even. You know, right, it's still a baby. This podcast is still a baby. There's still more to come, from it. and uh, I just look forward to continuing to grow with Smurf and just continue to make this better and finding more guests and be, you know being bigger than what we are now. So, um, I yes, just I look forward to it. You know, um, Smurf, I appreciate you. Um, appreciate you too, though. We had we had a dream, we had a plan about this podcast when I came to you. We talked about it and. Um, we're slowly building into, I guess, what we wanted to, and you know, I just look forward to keep doing what we're doing. And uh, we well, we well over a year, man. We well yeah. over a year, yeah. and, and it's still an infant. I mean, yeah, we still like we still tinker with stuff here and there. Uh, 
I mean, I, it's just the fact that uh, I get to do it with my dog, and mm -hmm. that's why I appreciate it about it the most. Actually, and it's barbershop talk. This this shit yeah, we yeah. read anyway. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Hope that we right. Hopefully, it becomes more. Put it on wax. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, I, I look forward to you get to put it on. Um, what sports is one thing that will never go dead. Like we can talk about sports any and any 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 and every time. Um, hold on. Right. I know little John loud. We gotta turn him down a little bit. <laughs> hey, I've been saying y'all know little John be hype hype as fuck. Right. Yeah, to this it. day. John is out, but um, yeah. I, like I said, I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate all y'all for uh, tuning in and rocking with us. Um, shout out to everybody that fuck with us and. You know, um, like Smurf said, tell a friend, tell a friend, and uh, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. But um, we appreciate y'all. Aries talking sports. Yeah, y'all. In a mural legend. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>